Lindsay Kitchen, the English florist, a diary update. It's February, and this is another episode of the Lockdown Diaries. I have to say, I didn't imagine that I would be recording another lockdown diary um, in 2021. I don't know why I didn't think that because somehow all of this that we find ourselves in is somehow not particularly surprising. But anyway, it's a Friday afternoon and I'm just taking five minutes over a cup of tea um, before I actually go into my studio and plant some seeds. Um, I've done the flower arranging for the day and given that I don't imagine I'm going to have any weddings any time before April at the very most hopeful, at the very best, April. So I've decided to embrace a little bit of gardening. Um, And yeah, I wonder how everybody else is getting on in this very bizarre time. It's, um, I feel like we're a country of two halves. There are people beavering away, working from home, just going about their nine to five from their home office, um, be that a dining room table or a dressing table or a kitchen table. Um, and then there are the likes of people like myself and my son, who's a chef, who are pretty much unable to do our, our day job. He literally cannot do his job at all and is, has been properly furloughed, um, sadly, since, the, um, since March. Um, for me, obviously, most people know that I have been able to do a little bit of work and I have done some flowers, um, but obviously only one small, vastly reduced wedding. Um, all of my other weddings, and there are about 30 of them, have all been postponed And sadly, all of the March, um, February and April weddings have now also been postponed and quite a lot from um, May have also been postponed until 2022. So year on year, we seem to be gathering um, new couples who were meant to get married in 2021, pushing back to 2022. And then we have the couples that were due to get married in 2020, uh, pushing back to 21 and now also um, rescheduling till 2022. So I think 2022 is going to be one hell of a year. <laughs> um, but that's fine. It is what it is. And you know what, there's there's plenty of florists out there who can accommodate all of these um, soon to be newlyweds. So um, it's a weird time. And I have, I've learned just to kind of go with the flow, really. I um I do do some flowers. I'm doing a few bouquets. And as an event florist, it's not all about weddings, although for me, it was largely about weddings. I am um, able to do funeral work, which I always did, but it had to fit around my my sort of larger um, weddings. And those are just the mainstay of my work, bouquets and and funerals at the moment. And what I've realised in this time is as long as I'm immersed in doing the flowers, I'm okay. I'm content. I have purpose. And to add to that, I've been teaching a lot, which I I did teach um, before the the pandemic started. It was about um, probably a third of my business and it has really stacked up over the last year and I'm teaching more and more and I have been 
making films to go online um, as was requested for the last couple of years. Linz, you know, we can't come and see you from the US. Can you please make something that we can download? And indeed, I took those suggestions and I ran with them last year. Um, the intention was originally to do something much, much earlier on in March, start in March, but that wasn't to be. So the first two um, downloadable workshops I produced with Neil James, they went out in October and oh my gosh, I just can't believe how successful they were. I just can't. I still have to look at the sales uh, figures and I'm I'm just so humbled that people really got on board with foam-free wreath making. Yeah, people, It's apparently it's a game changer and that makes me really happy. Um, so we stumbled into another lockdown and um, lockdown two back in November, I wasn't able to do any filming until December. I had to kind of um, straddle that with my wreath workshops and all my Zoom wreath workshops and my bespoke wreaths. But I did manage to um, schedule in a a day with Neil in the studio, socially distanced, of course, which is a bit tricky because my studio isn't large. Um, But I was able to record um, a couple of short, what I'm calling toolbox promotions whereby I'm just, they're just smaller workshops that um, I think will be absolutely invaluable to florists and wannabe florists. Um, So one of them is my version of foam-free floristry. I really have ditched the floral foam completely. And to be honest with you, if you were telling me I was able to do that 18 months ago, I wouldn't have been convinced, but I really, really have completely embraced foam-free floristry. That's quite a tongue twister, actually. And I've done it bit by bit. I've worked it out until I had got all the ingredients and all the methodology sound and doable and achievable. And I could walk away from an event knowing that everything was going to hold up fine. And I've factored that into my conversations with my couples about how I approach what I'm doing as a florist now. And so really, I just wanted to put out there something that would show how I'm going about that. Because I think a lot of people, you know, if you're just starting out, if, if all you know is is to use a block of Oasis in a dish, you know, it seems incredible that I can just sit here now and go, no, I don't use it at all. So that was a really important toolbox workshop which I really believe everybody should get on board with um, and it is genuinely achievable so um, that was one Um, and there are lots of little things that people ask me about at my workshops like wrapping and ribboning and things so I made another short toolbox just really useful things that you can um, apply to all sorts of situations as with anything there is 101 ways to skin a cat there are 101 ways to do foam free floristry tie a ribbon and wrap a bouquet but these are my ways and people seem to be interested in and like the way I do things so I decided to put them out there and share it with a a wider audience. But the main one that I did, uh, the main body of the filming that we did back in December was about wiring and it was the one thing when I first decided that I would teach was something that I wanted to pass on because I really felt like I think it's a dying skill, I think it's fading away as more and more florists come to the fore with very little formal training, I think the key skills such as wiring are being lost. And 
I think it kind of forces trends like the just bunched up buttonholes to become the normal practice. And unless you have actually wired something, um, you can't possibly appreciate how freeing and how versatile that skill is. And yes, it's a skill that you have to take a while to practice and, and master. But actually, you know, as a person, as a florist that has never actually well, I have made those bunched up tied buttonholes, but um, I find them a bit bulky. And if I'm really using beautiful, delicate flowers, I need to know that they're going to stay upright and in position and look dainty and delicate and not big and clumpy, which they can do. And so I decided that I would teach how to wire. And so a lot of my workshops here in my studio um, in Newbury in Berkshire um, is teaching people how to wire. I thought I would start by doing a simple introduction to wiring flowers and making buttonholes and corsages. And I think once you've mastered that, then the world is your oyster. It's such a game changer. Um, and I know people are really skeptical. And I posted something the other day actually on Instagram and I posted that I had I had made this film and it was downloadable and somebody who obviously didn't want to be <laughs> they didn't want to be um, named um, they did it quite sneakily and underhand they made um, a disparaging comment on the comments on this particular post saying that my my skill was rubbish and pretty much that's what they were saying it was not good enough and and if um, I was in the class when they were training to be a florist I would have failed and you're absolutely right I would have failed because even in my own um, my one and only City and Guilds introduction to floristry course I was taught to wire and on my assessment for a corsage I did on the first attempt I did indeed fail and I did question all the things that they had taught me the actual technique of wiring is kind of the same I, I imagine the world over but the kind of twisting um, the wires and how they're finished is you know you get marks or you fail and it I, I remember asking the tutor why do we why do we have to do that why does it have to be done like that oh well, that's just how it is to pass and it made no sense to me and so yes I do twiddle things around and um, when I make shower bouquets I absolutely don't do them anything like the way we're traditionally taught in college simply because it's really difficult and the way I do it the actual end result is such that it looks so beautiful and I know it's not going to move and it's it's more easy to assemble. Um, and as long as it's not too bulky in, on, in the handle area, which is obviously all the wires gathered up, then I don't see where the problem is. And I know that if I had ever been assessed in college to do something like that, that I would have probably have failed. And that's fine because I don't know anyone else in my class that actually went on to be a florist, let alone a successful event florist. So I figure that my, you know, my theory, my hunch about it all being a, a you know, a little bit a waste of time. I think that's a bit harsh, but I, I do feel like some things, there wasn't a reasonable rationale behind why we had to do them that way. So I've just done it my way. And so in the workshop, I've decided 
just to show you my way because it works. And when I see other people practicing floristry and making buttonholes and wiring bouquets, making the most beautiful bouquets and flower crowns and wands and dog collars and corsages, then I know that my way does work because I'm looking at their work thinking, this is fantastic, this is way better than mine. So yeah, jobs are good in there. So that is all available now, that first introduction to wiring. And I kind of think that this time that we're in, we have to make the best of it. Um, And so I'm able to teach online. And I think it's really good. The people that I'm teaching are wanting to use this time to gather more skills so that when we do go back to practicing floristry, event floristry again, um, those people will have all of those skills ready to roll. And and hopefully any sort of business advice I've shared with them will get them going with gusto and they will have more confidence. And I think, you know, when you've had a gap like we have of a whole year, a lot of florists haven't actually worked hardly at all. I think it's really important that we use this time wisely. And that's one of the reasons why I'm still just fettling away in the the studio, making hand-tied bouquets and delivering them locally because I love making them. I love arranging flowers. I'm, you know, I I missed kind of just having the workshop full of beautiful flowers. And so I've just decided to do what I can on a much, much smaller scale. But it gives me so much pleasure to just do those flowers and to share that those skills with other people. So that's me. Um, I've drunk my tea now. And I'm going to be going into the studio to sow a few seeds. I've got sweet peas and I've got vegetables because I'm kind of anticipating a quieter early summer and I need to just keep busy. I'm one of those people that just needs to keep busy. You know, today I did Meals on Wheels and then I went and delivered some bouquets. And I think I've even enrolled on a a drugs trial for the COVID vaccine because I'm just one of those people that I have to be doing things all of the time. Um, Although I always long for moments of quiet, I get ants in my pants and I need to do something else. So um, yeah, my cup of tea's done now. So I hope everybody is getting on okay. And I hope we all get to get out soon and um, some semblance of normality returns. So take care and I'll speak to you soon. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot to tell you the most important thing. The most important thing that has happened this year is that I'm getting a puppy. Yes, I'm getting a puppy. Um, I chose it last week or was it the week before last anyway I get daily updates from the breeder because of course I had to choose it virtually (laughs) I had to literally choose it on a whatsapp call Um, but I have a puppy and she (laughs) she has a name she's called Maple and um, I will be getting her hopefully next month I can't believe I didn't tell you that I can't believe I didn't tell you that anyway I really hope that Neil includes this Um, Yeah, exciting. Speak soon. Bye. For the latest toolboxes on going foam-free, wrapping and ribboning, plus a full How to Do the Flowers video workshop on wiring, go to the whitehorseflowercompany.co.uk or link through Lindsay's Instagram at the whitehorseflower. The English Florist is produced by Loading Zone.